Hello, everyone, and welcome to Wind and Words, a podcast diving deep into the many beautiful words that appear in Ulysses by James Joyce. I'll be going chapter by chapter, keeping a diary of how I feel on my way through the famous slash infamous novel, and keeping track of my favorite quotes. I've always kept a journal of the words that strike me, quotes that hit hard and can describe feelings you may not have known you had. Usually just in everyday life, you know, anything I come across, um, mostly through books or movies. This book has won nearly every page. There are too many to even make my list, uh, but maybe the best way to remedy that is to put those emotions into this. The first two chapters, to me, were a false sense of security. Joyce really showed his writing skills, but they weren't really the incredibly complex and difficult Ulysses that I had mentally prepared for. To say I I was disappointed would be the opposite of true. I was elated. I thought I could conquer this book, but uh, I found out just how wrong I was. Let's get into chapter one, Telemachus. Pain, that was not yet the pain of love, fretted his heart. Page 5, line 102. Following lines recount a dream of his dead mother, which begs the question, what is the pain of love, and why was this not yet it? This line is thrown away, hidden by the grotesque next view, yet this one's beautiful. There are other accounts of this, too, emotions covered by others, and this whole scene is comedic, this whole chapter. It's relatively uneventful and almost lighthearted if it weren't for this conversational turn and these thoughts that just come back to Stephen's dead mother. It's the intersectionality that she could really read into, but this quote itself is pure, albeit vague, but at the same time, real. I think the purpose is that he currently feels guilt. When you wrong someone you love, that guilt is unavoidable. But my understanding of it is that fog of guilt is lifted eventually and the guilt is almost amplified by how much you were loved. Maybe that's the pain of love. It's guilt. It's knowing you wronged someone, but the only thing you can think about is how much they loved you. The void awaits surely all them that weave the wind. Page 18, line 662. I think this line is pointed towards mockery or manipulation, but what a way to say it. This is really telling of the poetic mind of Stephen. I mean, this sounds like something out of a classical poem. While the meaning seems to be just stating that those who mock will go to hell, This is one of the quotes I caught on my first reading as being incredible. I can't quite put my finger on it, but I think it's just the poetic lyricism that Joyce makes fun of from Yeats. But damn if he isn't good at it himself. This one's relatively open-ended, and spoiler alert, it does come back. Well, thanks everyone. This has been a good start. 
This chapter sets the tone of not only the ordinary things that come with a book taking place in one day, but also the mind of a writer. We get hints and little tidbits into Stephen's thought process, but if nothing else, it's quite apparent that he is smarter than most, I should say. His mind works at incredible intervals, and I'm excited to see where it goes next. Thank you, everyone. This has been Wind and Words. Better rush out.